Good morning once again. Tuesday, April 21, a new day filled with promise, with hope, and love. My name is Heather Dawson, and I want to say good morning to everyone that is on the line. I welcome you. I welcome all the intercessors, the prayer warriors. I welcome the pastors that are listening in and any of their congregations. I just welcome New Destiny family. I can't wait to see you. I know that things are shifting. Things are beginning to take a turn. The things are opening up, and we are grateful to God for that. Psalms 118.24 says, This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Do you know that David penned this while he was surrounded on every side by his enemies? I am sure that is how we feel as we're still shut in and we feel surrounded by an enemy that we cannot see. In verse 25, it says, save us. We ask you, O Lord. O Lord, we ask you. I like the Amplified and how it says, this is the day which the Lord has brought about. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, we beseech you, O Lord. Send now prosperity, O Lord, we beseech you. And give to us success. So if you are in need of encouragement this morning, or you're not sure how to find yourself in a place of rest with God, read the Psalms. The Psalms are wonderful. The very thing that will insulate you against all the chaos that you have found yourself in is the word and the psalms. Those are the two things that will insulate you, is the word and go to the psalms. Because if you read the psalms as a prayer, put your name in there, put your family in there. Put the world situation in there. The Psalms give us joy. In spite of all that David went through, David could still praise his God. Psalms 119 and verse 105 tells us, the word is a lamp. That lamp symbolizes enlightenment, instruction, and guidance. So the word is a lamp unto our feet. It will keep you on the right path. The Passion Bible puts it this way. Truth, shining light, guides me in my choices and decisions. The revelation of your word makes my pathway clear. Can you just say right now, praise the Lord? Praise the Lord, because it is the word that guides us. And how are you going to know unless you know the word of God? 
You need to read it. You need to memorize it. It needs to become such a part of you. Today, we are blessed to have two of our clergy men from New Destiny Church who will be sharing and praying with us this morning. So let me greet them, Elder Claude Lang and Minister Michael Lumpkin. I say good morning to each one of you. How are you, Elder Claude? I am well, Mother. Good morning. How are you today? (laughs) I'm good. Thank you. It's early in the morning, right? Um, Yes, it is. Good. <laughs> it's a wonderful. What is that saying? The early bird gets the worm, catches the worm. Well, we're out to catch. <laughs> we're out to catch the word. We're out to catch the word this morning. Hallelujah! And yes. Mr. Michael Lumpkin, how are you? I am doing great this morning. How are you, Mother? <laughs> I'm doing great too. I'm always great because I love to hear familiar voices. And uh, I just want you to know that it is a blessing not only to me, but it is a blessing to those on the line that attend New Destiny Church. We truly do miss one another. But it looks like there might be some light coming at the end of the tunnel. And so we praise God for all that. Um, As We go into our uh, devotion time. I ask that each of you on the line pray with me as Elder Claude comes with a word. Excuse me. And that word is going to build your spirit and it will bless your soul. The word will bless you. It will build your spirit and it will bless your soul. So we say good morning to you, Father God. We say good morning, Lord Jesus, and good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you for giving us another day. And no matter what it may look like, no matter what we're facing, no matter what we may be lacking in, you are an all-sufficient God, and you withhold nothing from those that walk uprightly with you. Father, I ask that you use Elder Claude this morning. That, Father, you would speak through him words that will define the greatness of who you are. The hope that we can be anchored in and know that your love is all-consuming. For you love us. You love us, Father, and that love never changes. No matter what happens, no matter what we do, Your love never changes. And so we love you this morning. And we thank you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Elder Claude? Yes, ma'am. Well, good morning, saints. Uh, Today we're going to be sharing through uh, 2 Corinthians in the 12th chapter, verses 7 through 10. And this is where uh, Paul is having a, uh, having a difficult time with some trouble within himself. 
and the Lord spoke to him a word where he said, my grace is enough. So we're reading in the message uh, version of it where it says, because of the extravagance of the revelations that I received, and so I that I wouldn't get a big head, I was given the gift of a handicap to keep me in constant touch with my limitations. Satan's angel did his best to get me down. What he in fact did was push me to my knees. No danger then of walking around high and mighty. At first, I didn't think of this thorn as a gift, and I begged God to remove it. Three times I did that, and then he told me, my grace is enough. It's all that you need. My strength comes into its own in your weakness. Once I heard that, I was glad to let it happen. I quit focusing on the handicap and began appreciating the gift. It was a case of Christ's strength moving on my weakness. Now I take limitations in stride, and with good cheer, these limitations that cut me down to size, abuse me, accidents, oppositions, bad breaks, I just let Christ take over. And so the weaker that I get, the stronger that I become. Let's look at the word grace. If you look for the definition of the word grace, you'll find uh, a, quite a few of them. And they're, they're really good. I look at this and it says, grace, unmerited divine assistance given to humans for their regeneration or sanctification. Um, Another version, a virtue coming from God. A state of sanctification that's enjoyed through divine assistance. Uh, grace can also be approval or favor. Mercy or pardon. A special favor or privilege. a disposition or an act or an instance of kindness, courtesy, or clemency. And then there's another one, a temporary exemption or reprieve. Paul tells us a story about himself where he's explaining his born-again experience from the road of Damascus when he met Jesus, and his life was changed in an instant. His experience takes roughly three days with nothing to eat or drink, and he was blind 
and he could not see. Now, after this, he has hands laid on him by a prophet, Ananias, uh, who was spoken to by God and sent by God specifically to Paul. He is filled with the Holy Spirit and gets up immediately after receiving his sight to go out and preach the gospel. But look, before that all happened, remember, he was just three days before in hot pursuit of a legal arrest warrant, not for just, you know, specific people, but all followers of Christ Jesus to round them up, persecute them, imprison them, and even often put them to death. And it didn't matter to him whether they were families, men, women, boys, girls. They were all the same to him. They were considered as evil and against the law. But Jesus flipped the switch on him. Paul was a pope. But he had a brilliant mind for order and putting things right. He also had great zeal and a gift of influence. But if you look at what God could do through him for the establishment of the church today, what would the story look like if he had never met Jesus? How much damage could he have inflicted with all that zeal and influence? In his writings, often he would talk about how he felt as though he himself was chief among sinners. Why? Because he understood that to persecute people that follow Christ Jesus is to persecute Christ Jesus himself. When Paul talks about his thorn in the flesh coming from Satan, I believe it is that persecution of Christ in so many souls that he assisted with others in sending them to prison and to their deaths. Paul, now becoming one of those souls for Christ, remembers now just how close he is to the same sentence. Only now he walks around free, but knows he doesn't deserve it. He's kept alive, delivered from many perils, and all of it for the sake of Christ. So this torment from Satan is a constant reminder that he persecuted Christ in so many innocent souls who were guilty of simply following Christ Jesus' example. He says that at first, this thought, this, this thorn, he didn't see it as a gift. He, he saw it as all that it brought him was sorrow and agony. And, you know, who wouldn't ask God to take such a thing away? And how useful and how crafty the devil can use your own thoughts against you. But Paul got a word on it. God says, let me show you a new way of looking at this. When you feel like you are 
not strong enough to move forward. It is at that point when you've done all that you can do, when you get to the end of your strength, that's when my strength comes in. And at that point, you are in my all-sufficient grace which is stronger than the strongest thing on earth. It is the power of my might. It is my word. It's my promise. So now, how can we apply that word to our situation today? Well, ask yourself, what is your true weakness? Is it fear? Is it worry? Is it anger, anxiety? Compromise? What is it that keeps you awake at night? Now apply the same words from the Lord that he spoke to Paul to how you feel and think about your current situation. And I say current because it won't last always. Because when you get the tangible power of God's promise on his word, you'll never be the same. God says, my grace is sufficient for you, and my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So if you remember my promise to you that I would be with you, now is the time. I'll make your weakness my strength, and it will come out perfect. Abide in me. You won't fall. Not if you look to me. You won't shatter or crumble or come apart if you trust in me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. For Lord Jesus, where you said in John 14 and 20, at that day you shall know that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. Lord, this is that day. Many feel afraid and overwhelmed and surrounded. But Lord, Like the song says, Lord, (laughs) this is how we praise. This is how I'm going to know that I can get through these things. That when I am surrounded, I know that I'm surrounded by you. You are in me and I am in you. If I keep my eyes stayed on you, Lord, I know that I'll get through this. Lord, let every soul that is at the sound of my voice right now, whether you be super strong or super Christian, everyone has a weakness. Everyone has a point where you wait till they get to the end of themselves. And then they trust you. Like Paul says, 
I get pushed to my knees. The enemy had his chance. I should have lost my mind. I should have given up, but you pushed me to my knees, and I have submitted to my God. And now, (laughs) now, the enemy has to flee. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Elder Claude. I knew you had a word, and I knew that word would be rich, and I knew that you would bring it in such a way that it would be a blessing to everyone that is on the line this morning. You said so many things, and, you know, if we just hang on to the thought that God spoke and said, my grace is enough, that is my unmerited favor. I have placed it on you. And, you know, you may, you know, as Paul thought, you know, at first that, you know, you're handicapped in some way. Somehow you've said to God over and over, why me, God? Why me? But you've never taken the opportunity to let God show you why you. Because in our weakness, we are made strong when we understand the merits of grace. It is a virtue that comes through God. He's there to assist us. And I like what you said towards the end there. What is your true weakness? Ask God that. What keeps you awake? What are you thinking about your current situation? But get a word. Get a word from God. So, Elder Claude, thank you this morning for that word. That was an awesome word this morning. So encouraging. At this time, I'm going to ask um, Minister Michael Lumpkin to come and to pray over the requests that have been received. This is a time that um, we look forward to. We need to pray for one another. And you know, there are those in situations who need prayer, who need lifting up. They're growing weary some in the well-doing of everything. Some are facing situations physically. Some have wondered where and what is tomorrow going to hold for me. But God says, I have you. I have you. So, Minister Lumpkin, if you'll come and bring those requests and pray over them in Jesus' name. Amen. Very, very happy to do so. Elder Claude, your message was excellent. We know that prayer is the firm foundation. And so we have four requests that were submitted. The first request was from Mrs. Parrott or Miss Parrott. She's asking for prayer for wisdom and how to communicate love and trust and forgive her 14-year-old daughter who has been sneaking up in the middle of the night. And so that led her 
to sending her to stay with her dad. So first, Father, we want to thank you because communication is key. And as we establish our relationships with our loved ones, Father, we thank you that you are in the midst. I pray that communication, I pray that understanding, Lord God, will come to this situation. We thank you, O God, for the need for prayer. We thank you, Lord, that our prayers are being heard by you right now. And, Father, we lift up this family to you. Next, we have Sharia Wiley. Uh, She is having an interview to be a lead teacher, and she's asking God to direct her mind and give her the words to say to the administration. She's basically asking God to bless her with this position. The Bible tells us that God asks and requires for us to ask him, and he shall, and we shall receive. So right now we pray, Father, that your will be done in her life, Father, that whatever, Lord God, she asks for in prayer, that, Lord God, it's already answered. We thank you, Lord God, that she even took the time to seek you because whatever you want for her life is most important. So, Father, we ask that you would bless her right now, that she would receive, Lord, what you have for her. We thank you in Jesus' name. Next, we have Yvette Paplin. Her prayer request is for her father's twin of 85 years old who recently transitioned last week with a long battle of a sickness. She's asking for prayer and comfort for his wife who remains. She's at the age of 63 years old. And his children, they're having a hard time processing and grieving. So, God, we thank you because you said in your word that you are the comforter. We thank you, Lord God, because you said that your grace is enough. And, Father, right now we lift up this family as they grieve for their loved one. And we ask, Lord, that you would comfort them in this time. Bless your people, O God. Finally, our last uh, submitted prayer was Rosalind Smith. Her prayer is requesting uh, for Autumn Bobo. She is Rosalind's co-worker's daughter who is blind in one of her eyes. And she is now losing sight in her other eye. She is in need of a coronary transplant, according to Autumn's mom. She has been voicing thoughts of suicide because she can barely see her two-year-old. And she's afraid that she will be completely blind very soon. Asking God to work on her behalf to receive a coronary transplant and not to lose her sight. At this moment, we call on the healer, Jehovah Rapha. Father, you said in your word, Lord God, that you are a healer. And, Father, we thank you that we are your children. Lord, we lift up Autumn right now. We lift up the daughter. We ask, Lord God, that the thoughts of suicide be completely wiped away in her mind. I pray, Father, that you would replace that with love. For God, you said in your word that we have 
a sound mind and we have love. And, Father, right now, we ask that that be given unto her. We thank you, Lord God, because today you are healing her. We know, Lord God, that everything that she asked for will come to pass. And, Father, we speak into existence that, Lord, the surgery will happen and she will get her sight. We believe you. We love you, oh God, and we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, uh, Minister Michael, for uh, praying for those requests this morning. And, you know, um, the one that really caught me, they're all important in the eyes of the Lord. But when people think about suicide, I also yesterday received a, a text message about one dreaming of suicide. Suicide is real. Suicide is heartbreaking. Suicide is a spirit that we need to come against. So I ask each and every one of you on the line today that you would remember these requests as the Holy Spirit brings it to your remembrance and you pray concerning the matter. And as um, Minister Lumpkin prayed this morning, we seal every one of those prayers in the blood of Jesus. They're sealed in the blood of Jesus. And every request by faith, we say, is now a praise report. Hallelujah. And we look forward to hearing what God has done. Elder Claude, do you have any further thoughts you might want to share with us this morning before we end our call? Yes, just a quick one, Mother. In looking at all the things that Paul had gone through and dealt with and all of his writings, one of the major things that I see in Paul, and it keeps him humble, and yet it, it, it keeps him fired up and, and encouraged and strengthened, is to know that he is forgiven. Mm-hmm. The power and, and the most exciting thing for any living soul on this planet is to know that they are forgiven. Mm-hmm. Paul, Paul understood this. And so the greatest of that grace that's working in Paul's life is out of all the perils and all the things that he went through and, and God's telling him, here's, here's my grace. This is sufficient for you. I gave you grace. I forgave you. And I still have forgiven you. I haven't forgotten my promise. And so I pray that that would speak to every person on this line, including the the souls that put out their prayer requests, especially you, dear one, who is contemplating taking your life. The Lord gave you your life for a reason. And he has forgiven you. And he loves you, and he's right there with you, 
don't let anything take away that power. We are forgiven. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, this has been a great time this morning, has it not? Amen. It has been a powerful time. You know, last Sunday, um, you know, as we live streamed our service, the worship team um, sang a song that said this, and I pray that you will let it be your confession this week. I had never heard the song before, but it captured me. It said, this week will be a week for miracles. Your miracle is on the way. Hallelujah. So it's going to be a week for miracles, and your miracle is on the way. You know, if you hold on to that, you will not become discouraged by anything that you have faced so far. But you know what? There is light at the end of the tunnel. Our God is faithful. He sees us. We trust him. We love him. We just need to allow his love to just consume us and know that he holds us in the very palm of his hand. So let me pray as we bring this to a close. Thank you, Father God. Father, I just ask that you keep us and that no matter what comes today, we know that your grace is enough to see us through to the other side. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your goodness to us. We thank you for your presence, Lord. And Father, I ask that you fill every home represented on this line today with your holy presence. That, Father, where there has been discouragement, that, Lord, it will be filled with joy. It will be filled with peace. That the Comforter is right there, the Holy Spirit. We have taken command of this day. We have set it in order. We have given you, Father, the first fruit of our lips today. We welcomed you, and we will continue. We will continue throughout this day to think upon the goodness and the graciousness and the hope that we have as we are anchored in you and sheltered in our home. We thank you that things are shifting, things are changing. We're beginning to see things open, Father. And you know, I was just going to say that we're going to open the lines, but I almost said open the gates, and that reminded me of Psalms 24. It says, lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you age abiding doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the king of glory? It's the Lord, strong and mighty, 
the Lord mighty in battle. So lift up your heads, O ye gates. Yes, lift them up, you age-abiding doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is he then, this King of glory? Ah, he's the Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Now just pause and think about that. Come on, let's worship our God as the line is open this morning. God bless you all. Amen. Father, knowing that in your word, Father, the soul does not appear of be dismayed, Father, Lord God, Father, Lord God, the Lord, you would hear the Lord, you would listen to us, Father, Lord God, to pray, Father, Lord God, and pray, Father, with all supplication, Father, in the spirit, in the name of Jesus, Father, oh, God, if you cry to you, Father, Lord God, oh, Father, Lord God, Father, 
Oh, and in the name of Jesus, Father, you the wise, God, you want to save your Lord, God. Oh, God, Lord Jesus, that we worship you. We worship you, God. We worship you, oh God. Oh, God, you are worthy. You are worthy, oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Oh, Lord, I thank you, God. Thank you, God, and I praise you. Oh, God, I'm so grateful for you. So grateful for this time, Lord, as you wake me up, Lord, in my heart, my Lord, God. Oh, God, what you would say to me for this day, Lord, God, in the name of Jesus. Bless all the listeners, Lord, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we hunger and thirst for you. We hunger and thirst for your righteousness, Jesus. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Jesus, let us not, let us not need or want for anything, Father. Let us not worry, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, Father, but God, to trust in you, still is blessed is the man. Oh, God, to trust in you, Father. Oh, Father, you told us, taste and see that you are good, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Hallelujah. You said these Perfect breath of righteous men avail it so much. Oh, God, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, God, hallelujah. Oh, Father, I feel something. I'm looking for miracle, Lord God. You are the miracle worker, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, Father, Lord God. We wait, and we wait patiently, Father, that you may renew our strength, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, God, Jesus, save us, Lord God. Oh, Father, Lord God, from this death angel, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. Oh, God, we pray right now. Jesus, holy master that you are. Jesus, yes, Lord. 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 Look at my complex, Father, Lord. Let no virus, Lord God, no diseases, Father. Oh, Father, Lord, I plead the blood of you, Lord God, in this place, God, in the name of Jesus, Father. Oh, God, I thank you, and I praise your name, Father. Oh, God, I'm glad, I'm glad, glad, I'm glad that I'm a child of the King, Jesus. Oh, Father, Lord God. I stand still, God, to see the salvation of the Jesus. Do all of this, oh God, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh God, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh Father Lord. Oh Father Lord God. You told me to take the yoke of your home and learn of your Lord God. Learn from you, Jesus. Oh, God, Jesus, your yoke was gentle and holy in heart, Jesus. Oh, Father God, you said you'd give us rest of soul, Father Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. We need to rest, Lord God, and only you're able to give, Father. Oh, God, Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. 
creator of the clean Lord Father, and renew our spirit. Bless your holy name, Father. Also cry hallelujah. Blessed and glory and honor. Sandala Thank you, everyone, for being on the call today. This concludes our call. Have a blessed and prosperous day.